0: The star. The star. Yeah, yeah, y'all already know, y'all already know. Seven in the pants, Seven the pants. That do beers on the beers, on the beef. Yeah, yeah. We live in entertainment, live it entertainment. It entertainment. The sound, shake, sound, same sound, shake. Crown the king, Crown the king's only. This is where it get ill. About to have a simple live as a tip thrill. From the court to the diamond to the track to the big skin, flying round the fields hard and five forever keeping the real. If it matters in the world of sports, world of sports teams and long sleeves, they are taking no shorts, so hot the death, no sport, oh yes, these other sports podcasts live as a pro's course. This the wave is starting five goes off, goes off. No matter who you share, four emotions out the window. They analyze it with clear thoughts, clear thoughts. They take it way deeper than the fours ever. Force. No longer got any use for the four letters. The latest news, score stats in the view from the sideline. Ain't no guideline, it's just the truth, just the truth. No need to dig for a part in line. It's always this season of people starting five. We going in on three, run the baseline. starting five, get it. We got what you, we got what you. If it's sports news you see we don't waste time we talking cuz we live we got what you we need what you yeah. need. We going in north three, run the baseline start five get it we got what you need, <coughs> what you need. and y'all know me seven sign I'm the what <tokiova> and what you
1: need. Yo Hi what up everybody Y'all know who it is, no need for the long introduction from me. Back with the newest episode of the Start of Five. As always, we need y'all to hit up the Star Five Podcast.com. Follow everything that you see on the crawl at the bottom of the screen. Get to that hooksrub.com. 20% off your order using the code starting five. It's memorial weekend, so we're gonna be memorizing and remembering shit later on in the episode today. Uh, in memory of some of our past life interactions and stuff like that. But as it be a Memorial Weekend, y'all should have been using our code already and getting to some shit for your barbecues, your cookouts, your whatever's that you're doing. The shit that y'all didn't invite me to. But in turn, I pass it to my mans and them.
2: What's good, everybody? Happy Memorial Day weekend. Get your barbecuing and then your cooking or your your yo oil drum jerk chicken grilling on, if that's what you're doing. So, um, <laughs> so I started early. We started yesterday. So your boy took down a case of Modelo. So I'm kind of hurting right now. And I may have to go get a couple bottles to pick me back up to, to, to beat this fog right now. But what's up, everybody?
1: Uncle Wino.
2: Man, man. Man, you ain't <laughs> from From See, Wino you know, to Big O,
1: what up?
3: Hey, <laughs> fellas, fellas, fam, what's good? What's good? It's your boy Big O. Um, here more of the weekend, man. Enjoy myself, you know, got my red cup already. Um, yeah, right after this, I'm about to spark the grill up again, man. I got, I got me a new grill, so I got to break it in. You know what okay. I'm saying? I did, I did my little jerk chicken yesterday. Uh, got another pack of chicken, about to fire that up. And uh, yeah, man, just you know, I, I'm, I'm still, oh, I'm still going over. No, no invites. Um. Yo, next that's weekend, all right, man. Next, week, it, next week, That's week. all right, man. You see where we're <laughs> you rat, right? You, see
2: where we're <laughs> you took too rat. long to answer, man. <laughs> you took too long to answer, bro. So, I got weekend, it, man,
3: Next weekend, man. I'm, I'm bringing it in. I'm bringing it in this week. I just got it, but next weekend, man, I'm gonna do something.
2: Man. So, uh, yeah, man. come through, man. Yeah, man. We're not gonna hold it against you, brother. I saw in like a microsecond. You counted how many pieces of chicken you had.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> my mama said my mama said
3: I can't come the over, man. Sorry.
1: Good old days of that. Yeah, nah, nobody can come in the house. <laughs> but shit, you you said fucking oil drunk ch- can chicken jerk. Yo, I've been showing y'all all week where I work. Like, shout out to Jamal as always because he made a joke talking about these. I forgot who we were talking about. We were talking about players that, you know, they, they they all look like they used to work at White Castle on Utica and Empire. And I'm like, <laughs> yo, look at the border of where I work. And I'm driving right past Utica and Empire. Like, most of yesterday, I was up and down Utica Ave, just going through. But also, like, where I work, it Rogers, mm-hmm. Nostrand, Bedford, Flatbush, all, all of came Korea. up Yeah, man. New York mm, ad, I like, both sides. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And and that's yeah. kind of where what what area is that
2: where, so, the, where the
1: hospital is, where SUNY Downstate is and all that? What is that?
2: Over over where um where the White Castle is, that's Crown Heights. That's still Crown Heights. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's right. that was from from Eastern Parkway down. The other way is going towards East Flatbush.
3: Okay. So, wait, wait, SUNY right. Downstate. So, down 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 what what did yeah, it used mean, to be? Yeah, what did it used to be? I don't so know. What, what was it? What was it before Sudie Downstate?
2: Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I think that's East Flatbush. It's like Clarkson, like around Remsen. Okay, I'm not. I'm not near Remsen.
1: Where I where uh, I work okay. at, where I can tell you where exactly where I work at, covers from Flatbush, from Eastern Parkway to Clarkson.
2: Okay, that sounds like that may be like and and from what, what's Flatbush they call it now? You Leftist Gardens? Did they call that?
1: Yeah, cause Lefferts is Lefritz is a block in my in my, my Gardens
2: area. area, Linden Boulevard. You yeah, know that's still East Flatbush though. That's uh, oh, Kings okay. County's not that far from there, right?
1: That that might be Kings County then, or what it used to be, I guess. But yeah, I, where I work now, it covers from one side of Clarkson all the way up to Eastern Parkway. They got like President, Union, Sullivan, Crown, uh, Crown, Carroll uh montgomery sullivan uh empire wow i remember these streets already sterling yeah, man. sterling yeah, we're east we're east we're left. Left. Wow, new yeah. york maple uh, maple Lab, maple yeah, uh, man. hawthorne yeah. hawthorne uh rutledge not rutledge
2: Rutland, yeah, Rutland, Rutland, Rutland. Rutland, Rutland. Yo, yeah, man, you go, you going through the dollar cab routes, bro. Those are <laughs> I <amazing. laughs> no, so mean bro. That's that's where I work now. That's
1: where I work yeah. at now. That's the area I cover. That's the Let's
2: area like, that gets tickets. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Crown Heights, Flatbush area. That's it. you know the oh, okay. over by where Downstate is. That's Flatbush. Leftless oh, okay. Gardens, or they call it yeah. Prospect Gardens or something. Shit. I can't. It's cool. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's cool over there. But I brought it up to mention when you said the drug, yo. Every almost every other West Indian restaurant had the grill outside the joint cooking.
2: That's how you do it, man.
3: Yeah, every every restaurant. Yeah,
1: almost all. I it legitimately almost all of them. And it's like, like right now, like I was saying to the wife earlier, I'm like, yo, this because I actually we had to go that way because my dumbass brought uh my work car keys home with me and they needed the keys to move it out of the way for tomorrow's details. So I had to waste time to go all the way up there. So then, you know, we had to go shopping at BJ's anyway. So we went to the on Shore Parkway okay. down over there in Bensonhurst. But I, I was showing it through, you know, like, oh, this is where I work now. This is kind of I didn't go through the whole area, but I was just like, there's so many little freaking West Indian restaurants. Like, I eventually got to give me some jerk chicken. But so far, the first two weeks, I have resorted to Wendy's. <laughs> KFC drive through, fucking Burger King drive through, like, and then I brought food. Like, I ain't, I ain't touched none of the Jamaican spots yet. Which I, I don't. I mean, there's so many of them. Where do I go to? It's like, do I try them all? Which ones the better ones? Do I freaking? Mm-hmm. I don't know yet. I don't know yet.
3: Yeah. Yo, your best bet, man. You got you got yourself a grill already, right? Your best bet. Yo, just get ahead and go go to Walmart or, or the supermarket. Get you get you a good Walkers wood. And do it yourself, man.
1: No, no, I'm talking about lunch. I I get that. I'm talking about lunch while I'm at work. Oh, oh man, there's a bunch
2: of spots. Where
3: where you at? All all the spots you just named? Yo, you in the hub. Yeah, I
1: I, I see it. I just just, said, which is the first? Just pick one.
2: Yeah. The jerk chicken?
1: Yeah, just pick one.
2: Yeah, just pick just just <laughs> whoever you whoever's got their drum out closest to you, they'll jump try it, and that's how you do.
1: Well is it peppers over there? Peppers is over
2: there, right? Peppers is over there. I, I can't Where's Jerk City. Jerk City is further down Utica, right?
1: Probably not in my area. Utica. Boston's hold on. But anyway, like it was like there was uh you know where the speedway is on Utica? It was like Utica and Rutland right over there, right? No, Utica yeah. and Midwood, Utica and Midwood. Right before getting to Utica, there was the dude with the tent and the grill out, while the while the while somebody was washing their dollar van, their dollar bus, right across the street, like on the other side of the street. Like, I was like, this feels authentic, but I didn't pull over. I didn't pull yeah, over. Man. I kept going. What's a good boy? Yeah, you
2: yeah. may you just want, You may want to jump into Peppers. Peppa should should should. Uh... Have you right? All
1: right, all right. Yeah. I'll look for them first. Because it's funny, yeah. like, it's funny also driving through, and then I turn, I look, I think it was on Bedford or it was on Notion. There was a Golden Crust, a little one, and I was like, nah, something don't feel right about this. Like, with all the real shit around, with all the real shit around, Golden Crust had to sneak their way in there somehow.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised. I don't know how they make money. with All, with all, the, all the real Spots, you know, the non-franchise spots over there and shit.
2: Right. Probably convenience
3: that that flavor.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I would say convenience, Jamal. Yeah, I would say either it's it's probably like a maybe a level of consistency, but mm-hmm. you know, for people who are who don't be knowing, <laughs> you know. What yeah, I'm saying? I
2: don't get nothing from there. If I if I do th- float through it, it's just to pick up a couple of patties. Yeah, you know, I don't. I, I don't get. I don't get the the meal like you know. I go to the mom and pop spots for that.
1: Well, yeah. yeah. See, in that area, that's exactly what I'm gonna do. But when I worked in Manhattan, and on 14th Street, there used to be a Golden Cross. I think it's gone, or it might still be there. I don't know. But that was the one place that I went to. I had jerk chicken from there one time because they actually had some. You you all know the, we don't have that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh they yeah, were cheaper finish. they're cheaper than freaking Miss Lily's that was on Houston. Miss mm-hmm. Lily's was like wow, I wow, mean wow. it was decent, but you wanna talk about getting jerked for jerk? Like <laughs> they that was that was for all the white people and the people that don't no disrespect, but it was for all the people who don't be knowing. <laughs> who I got to a response. Like true, yeah. I guess I guess it wasn't bad. Like the food wasn't bad in that spot. You went there for the patties, even though they was like four to six dollars. But yeah, it was just you know, think West Village, think NYU area, and you'll understand why a plate was eighteen dollars. Yeah, a small plate, and it wasn't even that big. Yeah. But anyway, we ain't here to talk really about Brooklyn. Or food like that, or them, all them planes or cars just going by in the background. Uh we're gonna just open up real quick and just condolences, rest in peace to the rock and roll legend. Some they, as they call it, the queen of rock and roll. We lost Tina Turner. What the age of eighty three? Eighty three, yeah. Mm. Yeah.
2: It's been a rough year, man, for icons. And we've had, yeah. and you know, her impact, you know. And well, Tina had like two careers, and like Queen of rock and roll. But people forget she was, she was, she was, she was huge in R&B at that time, you know, with her and Ike. And she reinvented herself and blew up even bigger during the '80s, with the rock and roll stuff, world tours yeah. and all that stuff. So, you know, it just she can't be equal in 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 those times. So you know, it's a big loss. But you know. Rest in paradise to tina you know we we all know her life story you know she went through she went through a whole lot she lived like three lives in one lifetime you know word, what I mean? word. and um you know, when, when she came through the fire she came through picking herself up and doing her thing you know from i forgot which part of tennessee she's from the name of the thing of the time but yeah we'll animate from there
1: one of them so, with a lot of guns still to this day i'm sure but, uh, but uh, yeah, people would people be assholes and clowning heavy, though, know, like with the memes, like Ike waiting for Tina to come through the pearly gates and dumb shit like that. Like, I was like, wow, like, obviously the internet's undefeated in all manners of respect or disrespect. And the disrespect was on instant mode for some reason. But I guess that was for most old that just really didn't. I mean, they understood her impact, but I guess jokes was jokes.
3: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, is there some things that you know you just don't? I mean, and 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 this is coming from somebody that shit, if if you know me a couple a couple years ago, I joke about any But but you know, when it comes to maturity, the older you get, the more you realize there's certain things you just don't touch and mm-hmm. don't you know don't don't fuck with. Like this, you know, this woman, this woman overcoming what she did. And having a having a a, a, a comeback year at age forty four, like we didn't we didn't we the three of us, I'm sure none of us were around you know or could remember when her first her, her first career with with Ike and everything and you know yo after she left Ike she was she was doing Vegas and stuff like that like she was you know. It wasn't until it wasn't until the early '80s that Live Aid was her coming out party, and that but that's what kickstart that's what kickstarted her her second career, you know. So shout out to her, man, and perseverance, and I think that's a big story. That's a big story on 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 her part, you know. Mm-hmm. So man, rest rest in peace, rest in peace to Tina Turner.
1: Yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah, like Jamal said, I mean, it's a rough start, but this is. I mean we are getting to those ages though where you know more and more of our legends <clears throat> legends and people close to us are, you know it's it's unfortunate but we're we're heading down that road. Our childhood, you know, yeah. Well we're getting that close to it. Where yeah, a lot of our childhood, a lot of our childhood friends and people we know, people we're close to, like, yeah, it, it sucks. It sucks, but it it is an unfortunate part of the cycle of life. But, yeah, rest in peace to uh, Miss Tina Turner, for real. Um, But, yeah, let's get into something that just was, like, big, big bombshell news. Before we get into the funny-ass video that I'm going to show y'all and before we get into this basketball talk, DeAndre Hopkins, son, Just straight up cut no compensation no nothing just be on your merry way from the arizona cardinals i watched a video on tiktok uh maybe two days ago uh from rich eisen's show and he was just like he he kind of made a valid point when i'm kind of simplifying and paraphrasing what he mentioned was like he said, "Kyler Murray needs to watch out.
2: <laughs>
1: Kyler Murray needs to watch out because
2: they have a fire sale.
1: He might be next. Yeah, because they, allegedly they got the they they got their eyes on this kid. Uh, I think in Oklahoma, who I believe he was, if if it's who I think it is, he was on some like Netflix show." Uh, like back when he was in like height as like a senior in high school, about to go into college, and he's from Arizona, and so like I think this they've been talking like the Cardinals are kind of maybe eyeballing this kid, and he was just like on some like Kyle Murray needs to watch out because if they're willing to get rid of DeAndre Hopkins of all players, like yo, like that's I'm it's just crazy. I mean, to see a wide receiver of his caliber. I, I, he did recently come off an injury, right? He just came back off an injury like a season or so ago, right? And didn't he have like a like a six game suspension or something like that to serve?
3: I'm, I, you know, I, I you guys you guys are the football guys, right? So I'm not I'm not as as privy. I I just looked him up. He's thirty years old. Did he lose a step that I don't know that I don't know about? Like. What was I mean I mean okay I see I see Kingsbury is gone. I see Cliff Kingsbury is gone, the head coach. Um yeah, as you know, you, you tell me about about Kyle Murray, you know, you better watch you better watch out. You lost you lost your primary target. You know, and 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 it was just it was abrupt. You know, so yeah, I'd I'd be I'd be looking I'd, i yo if, if if that doesn't make you open up your playbook and start studying that shit.
2: I'm saying, man, especially <laughs> with the money, the money he they paying him. <laughs> you know.
1: They, yeah, he was he actually served the six game suspension uh 2022 for PEDs, which you know ooh. that PED that PED list could be bullshit because there's just a lot of like nonsensical things that are on there like that they they can't take like. So I, I don't know. We don't know exactly what he took. I don't think. But yeah, just to see a, a dude of his caliper, and I think he had a really large contract too, to where they, they just yo, like Arizona didn't even like it. it Didn't even seem like they even tried to shop him for something.
2: Yeah, for they something. just they, they just cut him because so, they had to take him. Yeah, that's 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 eye opening. that seems like that. That could be the start of a trend because, you know, Kyler Murray, his contract is about 230, 160 guaranteed. And they said, well, why are we paying all this money to go 4-13? and Right. You know, they ain't going to pay, you know, that cup of money for a rebuild if they're already in the rebuild. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Kurt Warner spoiled that team. (laughs) Kurt Warner, Larry Fitzgerald spoiled that team. But, oh, well, like, where do you think? I mean, obviously, y'all Giants fans, y'all would want him on your team. But where do y'all legitimately here. think he should end up? Like, I, I would love him as a Philadelphia Eagle.
2: The entire NFC East is probably looking at him hard right now and trying to figure out, trying to figure out, you know, what's the deal behind him being dropped and released like that.
3: You know, this, this right here is a, this, this right here is a Belichick's wheelhouse. He like, he likes picking up old vets. You know that 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 still has something to prove
1: yeah but the way that that New England team is structured right now if I were him I wouldn't want to sign there unless they're dropping the bag on me Mm -hmm. unless they're dropping the bag on me like I I I shit for the quarterbacks that are out there like I I if I were him I would want to go to the Jets right now I would want to go to Buffalo even though it's fucking brick ass cold up there in the wintertime. I would want to go to Cincinnati you know, I would, I would even want to go to freaking Baltimore and be on the opposite side of uh, of uh, 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 Odell Beckham and Lamar Yeah, and those
2: are all viable landing spots. Yeah, right? you know the Cowboys are going to push hard for him to get Dak some receiving help. I
1: don't um, want to see that. <laughs>
2: none, none, of, none of us do. Yeah, none but, of us You do. know, it's the Cowboys, so they're going to make they're going to try to make that big splash for Dak and and you know, DeAndre at this point in his career, who knows? You know, but. Baltimore sounds like a terrific landing spot for him. Mhm. You know. You know starting how be season, with the Eagles, season, so. playing
1: somewhere.
3: Yeah. Yeah, he yeah, he'd be fine.
1: Oh yeah, he definitely He's gonna, he's not he's,
3: gonna, he's, gonna he's not Des Bryant in the, in the in the
1: slightest. Well, Des wasted all his great years in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And then nobody yeah. picked nobody picked him up after Dallas got rid of him. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, no. He no. just he just went straight to obscurity and that that was that he had was the yips right?
2: Isn't it, at the end of his career in Dallas, where he kept dropping everything.
1: Yeah, Is that him? yeah, right. yeah. But he yeah. still,
3: but you know, but Jamal. I mean, Jamal. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, he's still better than CD Lamb though. Who? Dez Bryant.
2: Uh, I I don't. I don't know about because, that. because, don't
3: C, know. because he, but, but CD Lamb also drops passes.
2: Yeah, I think w- when when Des left, when they got rid of Des, Des just wasn't a threat anymore, man. He was dropping passes, and I, he wasn't he wasn't that deep threat, like you know, like well, and also truth be told, you, you know, the Cowboys in the sports media, he was nice. Don't get me wrong, Des was nice, but they, man, yeah. they they baked him up a lot be- to be better than he actually was.
1: Facts. Yeah,
2: you know.
3: I think I think a lot of players, a lot of players from from, from Dallas, a lot of players for the Cowboys for some odd reason. And maybe it's the whole engine they have over there. They all they all big them up better than, you know, more than what they are. Tony Romo, you know.
1: mm, Tony Romo was the truth, though. I got to give props where it do. You think so? I mean, how how many many playoffs did he get again? I I was about to lead off by saying, yes, he shit the bed a lot in the playoffs. But regular season, he was kind of accurate. He played pretty damn well. Yeah, he can ball. He, he, regular he season. can ball.
2: It's just fun to clown him because he was in the Cowboys. But he, 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 could, he could play. He yeah. could play.
1: He wasn't no Hall of Fame caliber player, you know. But thinking about them girls real quick, even Zeke. Even Zeke is still out there.
2: Yeah. 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 You know, Zeke, I, I read two articles about the Giants and Zeke talking. So, I mean, uh, he don't get no big money, but you know, anything to, to one spare Saquon some some carries, and two in case we lose Saquon. So the, you know, but the, the uh, kid uh, draft yo, from Oklahoma is yeah. nice, so that's all good.
3: A a a a Saquon and Zeke tandem would scare a lot of teams in, NFC, in, the, in the NFC.
1: It would be it would be a problem it would be a problem because it all zeke, depends on
2: how much zeke got left in the tank that's the thing i don't right? what do you now, think? right uh, yeah. no no keep going because yeah. i was it, like it, yeah you're right yeah it it, 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 it it depends on you know what would zeke's got left in the tank because i don't remember i don't know about y'all i haven't seen no zeke highlight film in like two years <laughs> right oh yeah. and he got figured out and who's old boy that they got now? That 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 kid is running up and all up and down the field. Um, oh, Pollard, Pollard, yeah,
4: pollen.
2: yeah. So, yeah. and and you know, it also could be the money they didn't want to pay Zeke the money, but you know, um, Zeke Zeke may have not lost a step. He may have lost a few steps. Mm.
1: Yeah, but so, you know what with Zeke though is, he's a back that knows how to go forward. very true. Always, like even even sometimes in, in, when he gets. When he gets stopped, like he's shut down. Just mm-hmm. d- you know, dead to rights where yeah. they get him. But you need three to five just all the way downfield. He can still get that for many people. Shout out, shout outs to Monstar 401. Shout outs to the homie Curtis Omega son. He said, I say no to Zeke. I don't he'll I don't I guess he means I don't think he'll fit with the G-man pause. <laughs> he, he, I don't know, you know, why because I still don't trust you all offensive line to say that he if he would fit or not with the Giants. I, I, it's I, a better, we
3: have a better offensive
2: line than we did, uh, three four years yeah, ago. Man. I mean, did we you did right Saquon last had last year,
1: I did not look at those numbers, but I,
2: will. yeah, Sa- Saquon, that's why he's trying, that's why he's trying to hold out for that money, trying to get that last big contract because of what he did last
5: year.
1: Hmm. Well, let's look at let's look at what he did. Oh, okay, thirteen hundred and twelve yards, ten touchdowns. Okay, average four point four yards a carry. So I mean, he's another back who got figured out too. You know what I'm saying? He's another back who got figured out too. But you know, he's still he's one of those players that's still gonna get his. But right now with Zeke sitting on the sidelines, who knows where he's gonna go? Who knows if he's gonna even get anything? Who knows if he's gonna get anything? You know. But I know something that 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 these people here, they're just not. Uh, he said, he said Saquon is that good. He's running for his life. <laughs>
2: he ain't lying. He ain't lying, bro. He ain't lying, man.
1: But uh, so speaking, and he of-
2: slowed down the second half of the season too. That first half of the season, he, he was killing it. You know.
3: Do you think you think it's uh, is the workload?
2: The workload, um. The line, the line, you know, the line was average last year. It wasn't shitty like it usually. The line was average. Now it's above, it's slightly above average with the addition of the center we got. And if they sign that guard from Denver, then I think we got a good line. I
1: will give it to Workload because he was the team for the most part.
2: 295 carries, man.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah,
2: that's, (laughs) sounds like you were
1: the whole offense.
2: There you go. (laughs) He was. He was.
1: Yeah. But I'm going to go to this video real quick for a good laugh because these people aren't as smart as your average football player. I don't even know if they're smart at all. But, yo, like I said, I, I, wanted, gen- I wanted genuine reactions to this. So let's check this out. Are you a black man or a white man? The white is a pepper.
5: <laughs> really? I'm a I'm I'm, uh,
1: two-color. Brownie and black. How is that even possible? What's your complexion? My complexion is actor, hey! musician, what, and comedian.
2: What? It's <laughs> malaria. What? <laughs> yes. So what
1: causes your complexion?
2: Uh, Mustico. M- m- Mustico. Mosquito. Mosquito. <laughs>
1: Are you a black man or a white man? I'm black I'm a man. So what's the color of your skin? It's black. What's your complexion?
3: I'm a man and a woman. What? I'm a man and a woman.
2: A man and a woman. I can't. What's uh is HIV. What? That's your complexion, eh?
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Name five complexions. Uh corruption. <laughs> uh, Jesus is love. Oh, <laughs> I I I want to be um, since I'm working here on on, on State Venazi, I i suggest that the uh, mm, coming year eh? I, I have to be in a boutique. Go and sit down. So boutique is a complexion. <laughs> Go I'm and sit down. Black so
2: man. <laughs> I'm a black man.
1: <laughs> this singer said my complexion is HIV.
2: <laughs>
3: yo, you, you, I I, 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 swear, I swear that yo, know, they pay people to say that shit, man. Because you can't be that, you, you're not that stupid.
1: I don't know. It, it, it's, it's incomprehensible. I don't know. I don't know, Jamal. You haven't. You, it's left you speechless. <laughs>
2: That that TikTok black hole. There's, <laughs> there's so many videos like that, man. That I, I I've gone into and that and oh man, what's the one with the 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 funeral. I for, I forgot which West African country it was in. And the, they were burying the pastor, and she she jumped into the onto the to the uh, the casket. Said Father Bernard, <laughs> and so and so now. There's a whole damn genre of Father Bernard videos of people falling and busting their ass, and they they play that audio. Somebody screaming Father Bernard. <laughs> Yo, between IG and
3: TikTok, man, I'm I'm up I'm up two three in the morning watching videos. But everybody else, it's a
2: It's a destruction of the civilization. Anybody worried about AI? Nope, it's not the AI. It's damn, it's damn TikTok. It's destruction no, of human shit. civilization, man.
1: We're not blaming TikTok, like you <laughs> said. It's, it's a rabbit hole of fuckery. But shout out to Monster with this comment. I'm gonna show. I gotta get shout out and big up. Shout outs to the UWO podcast and my man Brian. If he watches this, he's gonna appreciate this comment right here. What in the Prince Nana shrimp cocktail? <laughs> That's for if you are if you are a Ring of Honor fan, which I I wasn't. In say, Ring of Honor at the time to have been fully familiar with Prince Nana, but if you love Ring of Nirvana, you'll get that one right there. <laughs> oh, my bad. My bad. I didn't know you had a different account. What's up? What's up, Ryan? Oh. Okay, but anyway, back to sports. Back to the NBA. Big O, you mm. was the first one to comment in the group chat talking about that was one hell of an ending. Let the people know what happened.
3: Yo, so funny thing, I even forgot the fucking game was on. Right? So I, I, I tuned into like the last three minutes of the of the uh, of the, uh, the game, and I saw this dude was like two, yo, he had a done start tonight. He was like two for 12, two for 14, some shit like that. And yo, the last two minutes of of the game, he probably had the last probably had the best two minutes of his career. Well, I'm talking about Jimmy Butler. You know, he he, it wasn't that he couldn't miss. He just he just drew a lot of fouls and was hitting his foul shots. He was hitting his free throws. Um, and fucking uh, Miami was down Miami was down the whole pretty much the whole second half they 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 got they got up um dude, dude hit his, his uh Jim Butler hit his uh free throws f- three free throws had three seconds left it was like yo listen we gotta make a stop I forgot who um got the uh the last the last shot in Boston but Derek white came un- unprotested off the corner and hit and hit the uh, the the, um, the layup off a of rebound and won the game. And I saw the shit. I was like, "Yo, I didn't even have to see, I don't have to see the fucking highlights or the replay because I knew, I knew Dirk White hit it." You know. So shout out to shout, shout out to, to hairline on, on, on that shit because I fucking hate Boston, but you know, yeah, like I said, it was a hell of a game, man.
1: My bad for the dead air, but there was another TikTok that I got to show because we're talking about Boston right now and the Miami Heat series. But shout outs to this guy. I got to get this dude on the show because he's a—he's definitely one of the he- heavy in basketball on TikTok, but this shit is hilarious here. Look, really-
5: This is my impression of a Boston
4: Celtics fan who's really happy
5: about the this. <laughs> game winner. White power. This is
3: my oh yeah, I saw it. I saw that shit. Yo, that was hilarious when I saw
1: it. Shout out to Backfired NBA Pod. We follow each other here on TikTok, but (laughs) when, when I seen that shit. It was fucking hilarious, Brian. If you're available, you could come on and talk about your squad because he's the Bo- he's the Boston Celtics guy, and even the we Knicks fans always say fuck Boston, but uh, you know, well, brief aside, it's still the irony of we look at that as like a freaking we look at that th- th- as you know racist city historically. We we look at racist fan base. We always think.
3: I'm about to say, historically and not historically.
1: But we got to remember that the Boston Celtics was the first team to integrate, first team with black coaching, had Bill Russell as a coach like, and, and being the first. And they were, I mean, as an organization, they were good to our people.
4: It's the fans. It's the fans, it's the yeah.
1: fans yeah. that are pieces of shit. It's the outside shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's the outside shit. Well, yeah, man. Boston Celtics, though, Jamal, go back and tie this series up three-three. I feel like we've seen this before.
3: Yeah, with the Yankees and Boston. Yeah, we we have.
1: Yeah, yeah. I wasn't even thinking about that. Yeah. But we we saw from three-one, you know, the most obvious one,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Heat Warriors. But you know, this is crazy.
2: It is, it is crazy, but. If these two teams play to their fullest potential, this series should have been over by now, in Boston's favor. So, I don't know what uh, Tommy uh, Matola—not Tommy Matola—what's it, Joe Mazula said, <laughs> said to those boys. <laughs> <laughs> but he got them playing. The, the three ball is dropping for them, um, and and you know he got them playing. They believe it in themselves. So they just can't now. It's even worse. I'm trying to think, is it worse if Miami loses this after being up 3-0 and shit the bed? Or if Boston comes all the way back and shits the bed at home in game seven? I'm gonna
3: tell you, I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell you one thing, Jamal. Yeah. And I, I, I gotta I got I got give him some more ice for my for my cup. But Bolster, <laughs> job is secure either way. Oh yeah, he's, he's, he's is probably with broken the parts most underrated, yeah. The most underrated Coach in, in NBA history at this point. And I and I fucking hate Miami. I hate Miami. But damn it, Spolstra.
2: Yeah. Is for, Spolstra for from where to
3: he came from, you mm-hmm. gotta give the man credit. So you can't. I mean, he's doing this shit with, with fucking one star. Mm-hmm. One all once one all-star. You know, Jimmy
1: Butler.
2: He's no, doing she, this shit with Bam. Kyle Bam is nice, man. Bam is nice.
1: Right, and that, and that label, and that label of star. Let's remember, it's only because the media chooses to talk about the one name.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They should but, be bringing uh, up. They should be bringing up Bam out of bio. Yeah, Bam's yes. been. Yes, Bam is
2: the paint.
3: Yes, and I, I, I've said, I I've said, I said at the workplace that I like, I like Miami versus Denver more than Boston because of Bam, because I think Bam can handle
2: joker nah, man he's too small i think if joker pushes back on the shoulder into him it, it, it's like when when, when joker need, when joker needs a bucket right he's he clamps down in the paint and he puts that back on bam is bam is too small man he's not gonna be able to stop joker
3: that. joker joker is the best listen thank mm. you shout out to espn for for having uh, having uh forcing the nba to have their shows have their games at eight o'clock, so we can finally see Joker. Yes, sir. Joker is is a lot better than Embiid, you know. But Joker would have Robert Williams in the spin cycle. Okay, as opposed to Bam Adebayo.
0: Yeah, it's a
2: bad matchup either way. I mean, I think the Celtics. Yeah, Celtics against Denver is not a good matchup. They they need to hit them threes all the time, but and
3: that's not gonna happen
2: and just that joker can kill you so many ways he don't need to score them points especially if jamal murray is lighting it up and the yeah. way he facilitates actually the only person i've ever seen outplay joker head-to-head is mb
3: yeah but but you know why that is mb, MB is keyed in the, in the games because mb want to want to prove to everybody mm-hmm. that he's the mvp
1: yeah, yeah and everybody can get bested at any time but uh but nah, I'd I would. I mean, I, it really don't matter who I see against Denver. Denver's taking it this year. Denver's. Denver's too strong. That's their your pick. Just, their team is just playing way too deep. Way too deep. I mean, way too deep right now. And and the the Joker. I got you, Brian. In a, I got you, Brian. Right now in a second. But um, yeah. I mean, they're just playing way too deep, and it's. Like like we said the past two weeks, you can't stop them. You can only hope to contain them. But I want I wanted to answer this. But and and yeah yeah, I want to answer this question right here. Is this considered a rivalry? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. not. It's not a rivalry. Knicks and Heat is a rivalry because we had years of bad blood against each other. Years of bad blood. So, that's more rivalry than um than than. Than than heat heat Boston. Now, yeah, you could say that there could be one developing, because this is what year number two in a row, Jamal.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, yeah, you could say that one is is developing. It's
2: developing, but, but yeah. it's not. It may, it's actually, not a, yeah. After the season, it may actually be a rivalry. It may actually be a rivalry because of the way this season t- this this series turned out. Yeah. So yeah, it's gonna it's they, gonna when,
1: take it's gonna take another year or two, in
2: my opinion. When when they when the Heat went to the bubble championship, they, they won in in Boston, right? Did they go through Boston? Actually, oh, they went in Boston shit. That was the bubble. <laughs> they won in the bubble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but they beat Boston in the, in the Eastern Conversation, no? Yeah, yeah,
1: I believe so. Okay. I believe so. But yeah, I mean, like I, I, I want to see Boston complete this though, I, I okay. truly do. I want to see Boston complete this just because again, Knicks fans, spite, fuck, the, <laughs> fuck the Heat, not fuck Miami the city. I haven't been there yet. I want to go. I want it to be peaceful when I go. But it's fuck the freaking the the Miami Heat for real, <clears throat> just because of you know the orange and blue runs through the veins. Hold on, hold on, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Y- y- y'all can have at this. He's overrated and overhyped, in my opinion, Jokic. Well,
2: I-, I think that argument is dead. That-, that may have been <laughs> an argument last year, but yeah, it's-, it's dead now. I mean, he's in the finals, man. He's in and the then, finals. He-, and- he swept the Lakers, and, and they ain't nobody the way been able been. to stop him yet. Yeah, no, I think, I think at this point. It is what it is. Joke, joke is just the real deal. He's the MVP. His, his game is, is so multifaceted. It's an ugly, slow game, but it's beautiful at the same time. Shout out to Yeah. It's, it, it, because who's stopping him? Who can stop him?
1: Let me just look at some of his numbers from the Lakers' sweep. All right. This is overrated for you. In 45 minutes, the last game, 30 points, 14 rebounds, 13 assists. Game three, 24 points, 6 rebounds, 8 assists. Game two, 23 points, 17 rebounds, 12 assists. Game one, 34 points, 21 rebounds, 14 assists. The dude had a triple-double in one two three four five six games out of the one two three four five six ten playoff games he played this year alone wow and is it, and averaging for the playoffs this year oh no yeah averaging for the playoffs this year almost a triple double wow yeah man this is Nick, nikola Jokic. There's nothing. Nothing overrated about this man whatsoever.
2: No. No. No, cuz
1: Hold would on. Would you hold rather on, have hold him on, or Mitch? He <clears throat> said he's not on he's not on the court. He said don't don't care they weak, nah bro, I'm not impressed. He's not on the court with a pure dog to me. Dude, he is the dog. That motherfucker, he is, dog. is he's the biggest yeah, dog man. on the court. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. You might have to bring your face on camera to defend this shit. I'm
4: sorry.
3: (laughs) sorry. Only other dog, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell you, only other dog I seen, I seen in the playoffs, Jimmy Butler, Jalen Brunson, and then Jokic. (laughs) This nigga
1: said, This nigga said I can score triple double against the junior high team too. Get the fuck out of here. Who's the junior
2: high team? Who's he talking (laughs) about? All right, okay. The subpoena went out. We got the witness
1: <laughs> What's happening, everybody? Nope. What's up? What, what up, Brian? What's up, You got podcast in the building. Boston Celtics fan. Gloat on, gloat on.
5: Uh, first and foremost, uh, shout out to everybody here. What's happening, everybody? Hope y'all having a blessed day. Um Getting I'm taking credit for this uh, three-game comeback because, Dan, I know you listened to the show this past Monday. Uh, I went on a rant talking about how the fuck are we losing to this team? We're down 3-0. Ain't no fucking way we should be losing to Miami the way we are. And since then, they haven't lost a game since. So I'm, I'm taking full credit for that. Um, but no, no. You, um, you
1: and Mike Greenberg, because he swore that history was going to happen. And so far, true.
5: Well, I haven't said that yet. I haven't said that yet. But but no, um, I'm not shocked that we actually are the first team. Well, not the first team. I think it's like the fourth or 15 to come back and force a game seven after being down 3 0. But um, I honestly think we're locking this up in Boston. Like, with all due respect to Miami, and, and I could be wrong, so don't get me wrong, but I honestly believe we're locking this down in <laughs> Boston. Like, legit, we are. We are shutting this down. We are making history tomorrow night, and it is what it is. Um, With all due respect to Miami, because I, I was listening to you guys, as you guys seen, um Miami's a good team, and, and you know, they should have been higher than the eight seed in all actuality, and anybody who knows me knows that I've been saying since day one the one team I don't want to face in the playoffs is the Miami Heat? I wasn't worried about Philly. I wasn't worried about New York. No disrespect. Um, I wasn't worried about. It should have been. I, I wasn't yeah. worried about Giannis. <laughs> I wasn't worried yeah. about Giannis and them. <laughs> I was worried about Miami because Miami always gives us a tough game, and that's what they showed yeah. us in the first three. They they came out here and they whooped that ass for the first three games. Um, but overall, Miami was that team that I was just like, yo, I don't want them. I don't want them because some shit like this could happen and. Now we're going to game seven again. So, but honestly, I think the Celtics have this locked up. And I, even,
1: I hope so too, to be honest with you.
5: <laughs> no, I, I trust me. I'm I'm as a Celtics fan, I'm like, if it was ever a year for us to win it, this was that year. You know, I know Brogdon didn't play yesterday, but a pickup like Malcolm Brogdon on this team did wonders for us on our secondary. And homeboy ended up winning six man of the year. You know what I'm saying? He'll be he'll, supposedly he's going to be good for tomorrow, so that's another plus for us. You know what I mean? I don't. I I can't see us losing to Duncan Robinson hitting threes all day long, man. Like, <laughs> like, come on, son. Like, we can't stop. We can't stop Duncan and, Robinson.
3: And yo, know, and yo, know, not, not to cut you off, no, no. but for those for those who didn't who missed the game, who missed the the fourth
5: quarter, he missed two open um, three pointers. Yeah, and he was lighting you- us up the entire night. And he uh, you know, I didn't see the whole game. I saw I saw the fourth quarter, and I'm like, yo, this dude is wide open.
3: You know, they they every, everyone was under the basket waiting for the rebound. Mm-hmm.
0: He missed it
3: twice. Yeah. So I'm like, what the hell? Okay, it wasn't meant to be.
5: And I think I think he was like five for seven before that, before those two missed wow. shots. So he he was destroying us all game long. Like with all due respect to Jimmy, Jimmy was was quiet until like you said, the last like two minutes of the game. Like he really wasn't doing anything. Mm -hmm. So, like, for me, it was just like, like, we got to stop, like, letting this guy get wide open. Like, there was a play um, earlier in the fourth quarter where, you know, Duncan was wide open and it was Marcus's, like, Marcus's cover. And Marcus doubled over on Jimmy when Jimmy, we all knew Jimmy wasn't shooting. And he left Duncan wide open for a wide open corner three. It's just like, yo, we got to stop, we got to stop him from getting those wide open shots.
0: Um, Mm -hmm.
5: I forgot the young kid's name. um, The one that was, uh, Vincent, Gabe Vincent. We got we to gotta play up on him because if he has space, he's shooting it too. And that boy is another one. He don't miss. So yeah, yeah. we, we got to close out on him a little bit more. Um, Jimmy just hasn't been aggressive the past, like, three games. Like, to me, he looks like he was trying to be comfortable and, oh, we're going to win it and pull it off in game six. And anybody who knows Boston sports knows when you give us that little bit of motivation, that's all we need. That's all we need. And like Marcus said, don't let us get one. And damn it, it's been proven right so far.
2: Jimmy's probably tired, bro. Jimmy been, he he's he's probably yeah. he got a lot of mileage in them legs this this playoff.
5: Oh, yeah. Yo,
3: dude is thirty three years old, man.
2: Yeah, man, he's he's um. You Jimmy's said that like tired, that's bro.
1: granddad
3: age.
2: <laughs> it's just Good not. Cut it a you know,
3: kind of basketball.
1: That
2: grind kind of basketball he's been playing this yeah. this playoff. He's probably he's probably a little starched.
1: Have y'all seen that dude that be outside of West Forth draining shots from over the fence? talking about age and basketball (laughs) Oh, the cab driver
2: looking dude (laughs) yeah
1: yeah i'm never gonna when it comes to basketball age i get it i get it on the level of getting up and down the court but the last thing you lose is that ratchet it's the last thing you lose
2: yeah Yeah. it's not that though man Mm. go ahead go ahead no no
1: no 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 go ahead ahead.
2: yeah yeah i I just think you know the as hard as jimmy's been playing just playoff, man. He could have caught up with him. You never know. Be, Very you know, true. Yeah, he yeah, may just need a couple of games off. He, he's going to be up for game seven. There's no way I could see him going out there and, be, and being a dud. So, but um, and before you came on, uh, Bri, like I was saying, if if these teams would have played each other the way they're supposed to be, Boston would have got them out of there in six, I believe, if they if they played both played to their potential.
0: Agreed.
2: Should I... should have beaten them.
5: Agreed, 100%. I honestly thought this was going to be over in six. I thought they were going to end this in Miami because I, I had a feeling Miami was going to steal either the first or second game. Um, I wasn't too nervous. Like, at after game one, I was like, all right, you know, Miami's known for, you know, going into teams' houses this playoffs and, you know, stealing the first game or at least one of the two. By the time they won the second one, it was like, okay, well, all right, now we have to go to Miami and we got to try to at least take one. And after game three, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, man, they, they just quit. So, you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't expecting what happened in game four to happen. But, you know what I mean? Like, these uh, – Miami is – like, all the props in the world to them, whether they win or lose tomorrow night. Because I do – I actually am a Miami Heat fan, too, aside from a Celtics mm-hmm. fan. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's one of those – it's like, I, I don't see this team – our team is built to win a championship, especially this year. Like, don't get me wrong. Last year we had some good players, but another year of experience and then picking up a guy, like I said, like Brogdon – and we still got um, Danilo Gallinari, who can't even play this year because he tore his ACL in, um, I think it was like a Euroleague game during the summer last year, where he, he tore his knee to shreds. And yeah. you know that's another guy we don't we didn't have this year on this squad. But I felt like this year was our year to be ready for anybody in the playoffs.
1: I kind of almost agree until Denver started looking to the way everybody
2: except Denver, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Denver
1: started looking the way that they look. All bets are off for almost anybody from the East. Of course, with the exception of me being a prideful Knicks fan and us being prideful Knicks fans. But yeah, Denver just right now looks unstoppable. But I wanted to get to – this is what I kind of brain farted a little while ago because he had mentioned it uh, – Curtis mentioned it above. Where's the comment? He asked, He said – he meant to say, I'd call Butler a workhorse – and possible leader instead of a star. Jimmy Butler is a star. Right. And, it, and this, to me, this is why I always have that argument about players being called superstars. Because to me, a superstar, though by definition, is like somebody who excels at what they do and makes it into like the limelight in the forefront of what they do so if you became a professional athlete technically by definition you're a superstar you know wwe brian they call everybody superstars even though half their roster nobody fucking knows you know what i'm saying but you made it to the upper echelons of what a superstar is to me a superstar legitimately is the one that transcends outside the sport and jimmy butler Though we don't see him on commercials and things like that. Like he's one of those household names that people know outside of a little bit. Or they'll know basketball there if they just know the Miami Heat. He's a person that's easily identifiable. To me, that's what makes a superstar more than just play on the court. Yeah, he's a leader. Yeah, he's the workhorse because he's the dog that like, you know, he's that dog that you just can't you can't stop. Uh, you, know, he, he mm-hmm. you know, only he kind of stops himself. You know, only he kind of stops himself. It's a excels a, excels across the board even against adversity. Superstar, that right there described what the fuck Jimmy Butler does and that is and how he plays, right or wrong, Jamal and O. Um, I can
3: argue with it. Go the def- the, the deficit that you gave, deficit that you gave. Jimmy Butler is not a superstar in that. Because the average the average mom and pop who does not watch sports would not know who Jimmy the Butler is. They know who LeBron James is. He
1: said he said Jimmy, Jimmy the,
3: Butler. the Butler. Jimmy Butler, sorry. Jimmy <laughs> Butler. <nuts> no <laughs> Damn, I did say that, did I? <laughs> no, no. Um the average player, the average fan person who doesn't watch sports would not know who Jimmy Butler is. Um, they know LeBron, especially in his early years, you know, when he was uh, on the commercials or whatever, you know, yeah, everyone knows LeBron James. LeBron James is a superstar. No one, he is the superstar. You know, but Jimmy Butler to a fan, to to, to anyone, like, let's say let's say the girlfriend who happens to walk in and watch a watch man, watch the game, she'll know who Jimmy Butler is. You know what I'm saying? But to someone who doesn't, who doesn't, who's not privy to sports or anything. Like, like me, me, me and hockey, they're, they're, they're probably one or two names that I know. Sidney Crosby, you know, I know he's a superstar. I don't watch hockey, but I know who Sidney Crosby is. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or Alex Ovechkin. They're, right. they're, these guys are superstars. You know, now guys, they're probably guys just as good but you know do we do we know them you know what i'm saying so i don't know that that that
1: yeah i kind of i know i i feel what you're saying but i i look at it on also like the casual fan like the person that can just pick up and watch a game and have no investment or whatever whatever like they're going to know who jimmy butler is you know what i'm saying like that's why i say it's like yeah it he doesn't yeah he doesn't necessarily reach across all platforms, right. but there are right. some like, 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 like a
3: Peter I know, I know Pete Alonzo. You know what I'm saying,
1: right? But but a Pete Alonzo, different. Like that, you know, home run hitter, you know, home run derby uh winner. Uh, they they've given him the nickname the Polar Bear. You know, like like they they're trying to build a person like him to be quote unquote household name superstar outside of. You know, just baseball fans, but baseball fans thinking this baseball like a lot more newer fans are coming far and few. That's a sport that I hate saying it's slowly dying. I mean, it's not, it's not America's past, my my damn neighbor in this car horn, but (laughs) it did, they're not, uh, you know, baseball is not America's pastime anymore, you know. And, yeah, like he said, star status rings bells automatically. I, Again, casual sports fan Jimmy Butler is known. Casual sports fan Jimmy Butler is known. And, I mean, to be honest, yeah, the. the I still see him as a superstar, but I get it if you don't. I'll just put it like that. I get it. Okay. If you don't. But nonetheless, though, I want to see them lose. Just because, just off the fact of When I sent y'all that picture of him (laughs) And how FanDuel had him listed They had him listed They had him, his image With him and his fake locks that he got The lock extensions that he had in his hair (laughs) I want to see him lose just for that Just so so GP uh, uh, Yeah (laughs) setting us back setting us back for a little bit, but somebody who's now set back though, set back permanently into the NBA, Carmelo Anthony retired, officially. Do you think, Brian, because we was kind of talking pre-show, like, yo, somebody couldn't find it? You see him on the bench? Like, do do you you see it like that or do you see it as, nah, you know what? It was his time.
5: I mean, It's funny that we're talking about Carmelo because before we picked up Galinari, the name that was rumored to be coming to the Celtics was Carmelo Anthony. Um, From what I heard, they did have a meeting with him. It just, it was something, I guess, contract wise that didn't work out with Melo. I guess he wanted a little bit more than the mid-level exception. Um, And like, I'll say this about Carmelo. When we talk about superstars, Carmelo was a superstar. Unfortunately, he's in that same era is like a Dan Marino where no matter how great you really were, there were other people that were winning more than you during that period. But I give Carmelo all the props in the world, man. He was a phenomenal scorer. Uh, He was a multiple-time all-star. He's an Olympic champion on multiple occasions. Uh, He broke Olympic records worldwide. This is a guy who is definitely a first ballot Hall of Famer to me. Um, him not being in the league right now, unfortunately, I feel like, you know, the league has gotten a lot younger, even though we still have a couple people in their mid thirties who are still balling their asses off like a LeBron or, you know, Steph's getting up there in age. We're talking about Jimmy right now, who's 33, but there's a lot of young cats that play the same position as you and, you know, athletically can do more than what you've been able to do. Over the past couple of years, like we got the Giannis's, we got the Bam Adebayos, you got the Tatums, you got the Browns, you got young guys like, uh, what's his name? Um, oh, he was, I know he was on Sacramento. He I think he got trailed, uh, got traded recently. Um, I think he went to Indy, I can't remember what his name is, but like there's a lot of guys who are like, I that st- Halliburton. yeah, uh, Halliburton, yep. Like you got guys like that who are young, athletic, and just start like jumping out the gym, they're extending and getting that three ball up. Like, you know what I mean? So, it's like, as good as Carmelo is, would he be a liability on defense? You know what I'm saying? And a lot of teams just weren't ready to invest that amount of money in him. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, he, could he go to someplace like go back to, like, Portland and get a couple more dollars out of them? Maybe. Could he have fit on the Sacramento team that made it to the playoffs this year? Maybe. But I don't know, man. There was a lot of young cats out here. And, like, hell, look at the guy who's looking to go number one in the draft. Isn't he, what, like seven foot four? And, you know what I'm saying, he got handles like a point guard and stuff. It's like, it, it it's going to be harder for you to defend these younger guys who are able to do a lot more than you're able to do. But, you know what I'm saying, don't get me wrong, Mello could definitely go out there and drop 25 for you on any given night off the bench. You know what I'm saying? So, unfortunately, <laughs> for a guy like Mello, it, it, it was his time.
1: Like, you know Jamal, what I'm like, Mello could have been somebody's Robert Ory. You're on mute.
2: Yeah, you're right. Sorry. And we was talking about that before the show. There's there's some teams that he could be helping out right now. He's still he still got that jump shot. He can still um keep a a defense honest from from, from outside. Um we, we um I was mentioning that man, we could have used mellow. The Knicks could have used mellow in this playoffs against against Miami when the actually the whole playoffs and Knicks jump shooting went cold outside of Brunson. IQ wasn't shooting. Quentin Grimes wasn't shooting. Julius Bird. couldn't hit anything, and they rocked that zone on us and beat us because they wasn't worried about nobody hitting nothing. Imagine we had Mello come off the bench, just say, Dude, "Shoot it, just shoot it. We, it." we ain't hitting shit else. Just shoot it.
3: I guarantee you. I guarantee you. If we had, if we had a different coach, if we had any other coach besides Thibodeau, Mello, Mello would have had a Mello would have would have would have had consideration. On that team, to go on that team, but Thibodeau was so rigid with defense. You know, you know the thing is the thing is with Thibodeau's teams. If you think about it, is the same thing. The point guard is your primary scorer on Timbuktu's teams. Um, and you know right. you get a shitload, that's, you get a shitload of minutes.
1: That's going back to like Chicago, right? He had yeah. Rose. go back game. to Derrick Rose. You know, early Derrick Rose. You know your
3: point guard your point guard plays 40 minutes a game putting up 25 30 points a game and it's the same shit i mean so but once you figure out the game plan you know you're you're good you know as, as far as far as your opponents randall randall was was the outlier but unfortunately when it comes to the playoffs randall shits the bet every time uh, you
1: know? there's many teams though that could could have used his mid range excellence, the Knicks. <laughs> the <laughs> Knicks, word, word, word. But good career, great career, mellow. Like Brian said, instant should be first battle hall of famer. A lot of that, what 2003, 2004 era class guys, a lot of them top players. Are going to be Hall of Famers eventually, but
3: yo, all, all the banana, all the banana boat, all the guys of banana boat are going to be in the, on the uh, in the Hall of Fame.
1: Word, word. But from one Hall of Fame athlete to another, this is why I kind of titled the show "Past His Pension Years," just a different way of saying "Past His Prime." LeBron James, after getting swept by Denver, you know, made like you know made some statements to, I think it was Brian McMiniman. And he asked him about his career. Is it over? Is it not over? And, of course, he gave the proper answer of I don't know yet. Paraphrasing, but it ultimately added up to I don't know yet. And to me, that's the right answer. We all know he's not going nowhere yet. But the question that I asked out of this is, uh, is LeBron James, Brian, past his pension years, as I called it? I personally, I'm going to right out the gate, say no, because even at 38 years old, he's still kicking a lot of these people's asses. The one thing, the one argument, and I said this pre-show, a lot of fans like to throw the whole Jordan comparison, of course, all the time. Stupid comparison, in my opinion, always. But they... They will say, "Oh, he don't have no dog, he don't have the dog in him. He don't have that killer instinct in him, yada, yada, yada. The man just scored forty points in a losing effort. To me, that said, I am the lone option on this damn team. Besides Mr. Glass and Anthony Davis can't put this shit together when at the right time and be consistent with it. But going into being thirty nine into next season, possibly playing until he's 40. Never really looked like he missed a step. It's just everybody puts a shining big bright light on when he does miss shots. Or when 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 the fan thinks that this was an important moment that he was supposed he was supposed to close on. But LeBron James always was been and has been that guy that I need a team around me just like uh just like your favorite michael jordan always had a team around him but y'all gave him all the credit you know 100%. i don't think he's done at all do i think you're real quick real quick i just want to i just want to say this last point i think lebron james kind of redefined what a prime is because i don't think i have seen a Plateauing of LeBron James outside of injury year.
3: Yo, real quick, real quick, Dan. I'm I, and Brian. I'm, I'm gonna let you get you, to your point. You think who's better, Scottie Pippen or Anthony Davis?
1: Brian, go ahead and talk. That was that was a dumb question.
5: Okay. <laughs> then.
1: All, right. okay then.
3: all right.
5: Uh Really quick, Dan. I just so you know, I 100 <laughs> agree with everything you were saying about LeBron. I don't think he's done at all. Um, ask Ask Dylan Brooks if he's done. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's the way I got to look at it. It's like, you, you're going to sit there and insult this man and get on this man and you're going to poke the bear and LeBron just shut your ass down. And I agree with what he said. He is still better than 90% of this league. Out of 400 and something people in this league, try to find 25 people better than LeBron James in the NBA yeah. right now. And I'll you wait.
1: Can't. And if you try, you're a damn fool.
5: Yeah, I I, I can think of maybe, if we're talking on an elite level, the way he plays, maybe six people that you can argue are going up against LeBron. I was going to say, I can debate you on that six. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and and, and the six, it's very rare. And it's got to be somebody who is above and beyond, freak athlete, excels at their position, can defend multiple positions, one through five on the court can score against anybody who can out rebound him and all like it's, it's hard to find someone that's doing what LeBron James is doing. And the closest thing I can compare it to. And, you know, me being a new Englander is Tom Brady where it's like, Oh, quarterbacks only last a certain amount of time. Cause they're getting lit up. They're getting hit. LeBron's a different type of athlete, man. He's taking care of himself in different ways. You know what I'm saying? This ain't the eighties anymore where guys are having at most a 10 year career, let alone a 20 year career and still exceeding 20 years later. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, It's rare to see that in any type of sport, let alone basketball, where you're constantly going up and down the court. There's no, like, you get out breaks. You get breaks when there's a foul or an inbound, but you're constantly moving. Your, and you got to keep up with these young cats. And like I was saying earlier, when it came to Carmelo, these young cats are getting bigger, stronger, faster. They're getting a lot more, they're a lot more skilled at what they do. Um, you know what I'm saying? So a guy for like LeBron to to be falling off right now, I and you know me. I'm a Celtics fan. No, nah, he, he ain't done yet. He ain't done yeah. yet. He's going to play with his son. Like You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Obviously, yeah. he's got a year left before his son. I know his son's going to college next year, right? USC. Uh, USC. USC. So, you know what I'm saying? Most likely, Bronny, depending on how long he wants to stay there, he's probably going to be a one and done because we all know people are going to hype him up. Um you know what I'm saying? He's going to get drafted, and then LeBron is just going to, you know, whoever drafts his son's going to win the lottery because you're going to get LeBron James Whitter. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But LeBron ain't falling off anytime soon, man. Uh, what he had this year with the Lakers, with all due respect, aside from Anthony Davis, who else did he really have? You know what I'm saying? Like, with all due respect, Dennis Schroeder wasn't the Dennis Schroeder we saw in, like, Detroit and all that. You know what I'm saying? Um yeah, like D'Angelo Russell was never any, like, in my opinion, was never a great player. He was a serviceable number three at most on any team. Um, and
1: Rudy I like like, he ended up getting him on the team, and that was like with what, what, like two thirds of the season done already. Yeah, he's gonna get a big play contract
5: play. over that series. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, well, some of these young guys got paid are gonna get paid off of this series.
2: Reeves, but, yeah,
5: yep. But to me, I don't I don't see LeBron's career ending anytime soon. I I honestly feel depending on where well like what his next move is, he maybe it's time for LeBron to chase those six rings. Maybe it is time for LeBron to say, you know what, I've I've done 20 years in this league, I've carried the load for somebody. Now it's time for me to just coast for the next couple of years, contribute to a team, and be that final piece for somebody to help them get over the hump.
1: You know what he needs to do, Jamal? He needs to come to the Knicks. Yeah. yeah I've seen <laughs> that that'll that'll change that'll change anything and everything said about him if he could bring mm-hmm. us the championship.
2: Oh yeah. The, oh know, yeah. You know how much oh, they'll yeah. blow that up, deservedly or not? But you know what I mean? Um but not LeBron um what people are forgetting is you know, he he willed this team to the Western Conference Championship. And he did that. He did that while he was injured yeah he was injured he's had a, a, a either a bad tendon or something in his foot injured on, on one leg and he did that so um healthy LeBron and how many 40 playing games did he drop this year and the players because so he ain't gonna know he's and i agree he's gonna play with his son he's hanging on he kept himself in shape we're gonna have a, we're gonna have another few years of leBron James in the league and um you know uh just he's the best player on 90% of the other teams in the league. If you went to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. so nah, there's, there's nothing. He, he's at a level where, and that, that Tom Brady comparison was was spot on. Um, That man plays ball in all facets and um, gets too much hate, man. Gets too much hate and disrespect. It's, it's incredible. It's
3: because he's a, he's a coach on the court, man. Yeah. You know, he, 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 he's like he's like he's like a uh, he's like one of those guys where where he's the, you know he's like yeah I know all my plays and everybody else's plays and in my head yeah you know
5: that's it still, still. oh yeah his, his IQ is off the charts when it comes to basketball like it's it's ridiculous yes. how great this mm-hmm. guy is. and here's the other thing about LeBron too really quick is like with all due respect to Kobe Kobe didn't come into the league with the height that LeBron did. And for LeBron to live up to the hype that he has lived up to, whether he's going to be number two or three or however people want to rank him all time, the fact that he was able to sustain a career the way he has and always been, like, even though, yes, there are a couple years where he did drop off a little bit, but to always be around the top 10, if not top five, if not top three player every year that he's been in the league is remarkable. Mm
3: -hmm. It's 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 funny you say that. ESPN never showed high school games, high school basketball games, until LeBron. Yeah, you know, I I, I I remember watching LeBron's high school games on ESPN. Like it, it never happened before that,
5: and and after that, like before that, happened, never, we never seen Yama games on on ESPN. The the only other person I remember seeing high school games from, and it, it's funny because uh, as <laughs> a Boston fan, sorry. But uh, the only other person I remember seeing high school games from, and y'all would probably know this better than me, was Sebastian Telfair. Like, he was the only other person I remember getting any type of highlights from like a yeah. high school player that people were hyping up to come into the league.
1: Yeah, because yeah. he was getting comparisons to his cousin, yeah, to staff. Hey. Hey. Yeah, we all seen where that career went, unfortunately. Yeah. But um, but yeah, man, it's just it's I it's the it's just that tired trope and that tired argument of him and Jordan. and it's because it's like to me, I take this argument on the level of <clears throat> the the super Supreme Jordan fans just don't want to see chinks in his armor mm-hmm. and that's really what it is. It's they don't want to see chinks in his armor. and the first argument that they always start with is the six rings he never lost in the finals. Cool. But when you look at Michael Jordan's career six first six years Nothing He made the playoffs Got bounced out of the first round a few times Several times over You know Then finally got over the hump When everybody else got old Nobody wants to put that into perspective mm-hmm. Nobody ever wants to put that into perspective But then he had his block of six years Took the two years off two and a half years off and then came back one three more again and then left the game again and then came Mm -hmm. back and was a wizard The, the part that they leave out they love to leave out that he was a Washington wizard yeah he put up numbers here and there this that and the third whatever you know whatever Michael Jordan this is just what I've always wanted to say to people is just like this to me, he's not the GOAT, but he can be your GOAT. That's perfectly fine. He's your GOAT. He ain't going to be mine. He ain't going to be my greatest ever. Is he top two? Yeah, I can put him at number two, personally. You know, I, You know, maybe some days I might say he could be number one. No. But I'm sorry, I, he... It just, to me, I feel like I've seen LeBron do more. Yes, we could say it was 20 seasons, but it was 20 consecutive seasons. He never took a gap because he was burnt out.
3: Mm-hmm. Yo, Dan, yo, Dan, check this out. I, I, seen, I seen something this morning in the Starting Five group on Facebook. Someone had posted, someone had said that Kareem is not... I'm pretty sure we're starting five. said Kareem is not in, in his even top five best players because his rebounding levels were, were 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 not as as high as let's say a hurt a hurt Will Chamberlain. Will Chamberlain had a bad knee or whatever the case is, and Kareem still still only averaged like eleven boards as opposed to fifteen. And and I'm like I'm like wow wow really like. So, so, the one, the the one, clearly, because Kareem had a down year on and, and rebounds, you know, bef- like, okay, before, before LeBron, before, the, before LeBron, as far as, as far as the le- longevity aspect of it, Kareem was, Kareem was the freaking, he was that dude when it came to longevity, you know, with games. I, I think Kareem still has more games than LeBron, you know.
1: Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's career numbers, 24.6, 11.2 rebounds a game, 3.6 assists per game. How dare you say Kareem wasn't that guy rebounding? And I'm sorry. No. I. If there is anybody to me that is the GOAT of basketball, it is this man that you see on the screen right here. Yep. Michael Jordan has not won on every level of basketball he played on like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Correct. Lebr- LeBron James didn't go to college to win on every level of basketball that Correct. he played. This dude won state championships, multiple in high school. Multiple college national Tom championships. William. And he also has... Five or six NBA rings? How many?
3: Five or six, yeah.
1: So I'm How many sorry. Years did he play? I'm sorry. Let me a look. shit up. ton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. shit ton. It to.
3: be good. You know it's what I'm
1: many. saying?
2: Yeah.
1: Look at that. And then, and then too, like, I'm reading the now. His career playoff stats. His career playoff stats. Let me get, all right, I'm reading the right column. 24.3 points a game. Nine... Oh, no, I'm looking at field goals. Not only field goals, I need rebounding altogether. Average 10.5 rebounds a game. All-time playoff stats. And his playoff runs go from 69 to 70, 70, 71. Straight through all the way to 79, straight through to 80, 81. He damn near never missed the playoffs, I would say, for the mo- for most of his career. It's crazy. For most of his career. His playoff run ended in 89. Yeah, his career ended in 89. So this man damn near made the playoffs almost every every year he played.
5: Dan, really quick, uh, while you still have the stats up, right? Question, when did the three-point line become a thing in the NBA? Let me look that up. Because Uh, you got to remember statistically, too, in the earlier part of Kareem's career, people weren't falling in love with the three-point line. Sure. Like even even in the uh, like the early 90s, it wasn't a three ball league. It was more of a drive inside post moves yeah. and stuff like Lots that. So, stuff got 1979, yeah.
1: 1980 season was when the three pointer was introduced.
5: All right. So you got to remember during the earlier portion of his career, there wasn't a lot of three ball shots and sh- shots getting chucked up. A lot of the stuff was at the rim. So if you want to really argue is rebounding numbers, it's going to be hard to rebound when damn near every shot is just like right there in front of you or people are settling for mid-range jumpers. You know what I'm saying? Nowadays, everyone's shooting three. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? So whether you're getting rebound, whether they're hitting or not, if the ball's going up in the air, rebounds, rebounding numbers are going to be a lot higher. Plus, during those days, too, there were a lot more high scoring games compared to what it is now where you're getting like you know, 87 to like 92 wins and stuff when people were dropping like 120, 130, like on average back in the day.
1: And let me pull this back up since we talking goat talk again. This is Kareem to me (coughs) is the true goat in basketball. Six-time NBA champion, two-time finals MVP, six-time MVP, league MVP, 19-time All-Star, 10-time first team, uh, five-time all-second team, five-time all-defensive first team, all-defensive second team six-time, rookie of the year, all-rookie first team, two-time scoring champ, NBA rebound leader in 76, NBA blocks leader four times, all-anniversary team at automatic, 35th, 50th, 75th, retired number in two teams, three-time NCAA champion, Four-time, three-time MVP of the NCAA Final Four, three-time National College Player of the Year, three-time first-team, retired at UCLA, two-time Mr. Basketball in high school, three-time first-team All-American, Presidential Medal of Freedom, USBL head coach champion and two-time champ as an assistant coach. That's coaching. I don't even mean that. Just, just, just player players alone stats like. And, and wins. If you ever want to talk from from just the accolades standpoint, first, yeah, get Michael Jordan. I, I I and props to Michael Jordan. This ain't a shoot down Michael Jordan session. I can you know I can have those. This ain't a shoot down Michael Jordan session at all. But if you want to talk about and then too, yeah, look at this. They outlawed the dunk against Kareem. He made the sky hook <laughs> flowers now he created what was is perceived to be the most unstoppable shot in the game no one's been able
2: to to replicate that either since as smooth as he did it and as def as indefensible either you know what i mean yeah i mean it's been blocked before don't get me wrong
1: it's been blocked but how often yeah we might be able to count on one hand and a few fingers (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So like y'all everybody out there, I again, Michael Jordan can be your GOAT. And that's not where this this conversation was supposed to go. But Michael Jordan can be your GOAT.
5: Well, really quick as, as a New, as a New Englander <laughs> and as a Celtics fan, the only reason Green won't be number 1 on my list is cuz he was a Lakers. <laughs> Okay. That, that, that's just my bias. But uh, with all due respect, Kareem okay. is definitely number three. Uh, if, not, <laughs> if not number two, he's definitely number three for me.
1: All right, Bill Russell. You got that. You got
5: that. I your love to my boys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that was enough for that. We kind of agreed. I, I I do y'all agree with the statement that I made that like LeBron, like I, I, I don't think LeBron truly had a prime.
5: His prime has been consistent. That's yeah, man. that's the biggest thing.
2: <clears throat> yeah. And he evolves his game and you know, and he ages gracefully, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And we all age some of us gracefully, some of us not. A lot of our jobs in the past have definitely either aged us or made us younger. So because it's Memorial Weekend and we want to memorize and remember shit. I wanted to you know. What was some of the worst jobs that you had coming up? I didn't I, I could personally I could tell you I think every job I've had. I I, I told y'all the story about me painting the fence a couple of weeks ago when y'all talked about painting the pool. Remember, <laughs> remember that mm-hmm. that was like two or three weeks ago. <clears throat> but I like did that. I think maybe delivering papers one summer when it was Africa hot in New York City was one of my worst um i used to work at this store called Macy's closeout city it was like a discount store i used to work for cinnabon that lasted a couple months that wasn't the worst i used to work at kmart i had good times there i used to work at two different sneaker stores and then i worked for easy pass which that job I don't even, I, man, I think maybe delivering papers was the worst job because I for, I went from there to time on the cable to the career I'm at now, which I'm almost close to retirement. So I, I would have to say delivering freaking newspapers when we had weeks of consistent 95, 96, 98 degree days mm. might have been the worst. What has been, whoever wants to go, what was some of like the worst jobs y'all ever had? <laughs> All right. Jamal, you know what, Jamal? Yeah.
0: Because
1: you made that face, you go last. Because <laughs> you look like you got some shit. So, Brian, <laughs> what, what were some of the worst jobs you had?
5: I, I'll tell you the one job that I lasted about a day at. Um, oh, I, I remember thing,
1: one of those. <laughs> I, I, have a,
5: I have a fear of saws, of like cutting saws, belt saws, all that stuff. Um, When I was in middle school, I accidentally had my teacher cut off his ring finger. Because I, I, we were making football helmets, and I missed the day. I kept asking him, you know, can you cut my thing for me, blah, blah, blah. He's like, fine, fine, fine. He's doing it. Then I dropped something. He looked over, and he sliced off his entire finger. Um, and my dad <laughs> my dad also lost his ring finger, and he's like this as well, from a saw. So I've always had a fear of saws. So I go work for this pallet company that's literally like a couple blocks away from me a couple years ago. And the one thing I told him is, it was, do not put me on anything that involves a saw guess where they put me
1: (laughs) on the belt saw. on the belt
5: saw (laughs) so i was there for a day i am shaking i am sweating i get to lunchtime i was like fuck this place i'm out and i and i just dipped out the door i was like yeah i'm not doing this so (laughs) that was that was one of my worst jobs uh another one that was bad telemarketing sucks like i did that for like a couple weeks it, it was horrible the most fun i ever had was calling somebody in the middle of a Steelers game and we spent 20 minutes talking about the Steelers. and at the end of the call i'm like so do you want to do your mortgage he's like "Nah, no nah, but it was good chatting with you and hung up and <laughs> from there i was like yeah no nah, i'm not doing this no more so those are two of my worst worst jobs i've ever had
1: yo you actually i i left some shit out because you said one day of work uh Kinda was about to work for this company this like plumbing company I did the jackhammer one day I liked it but they never had called me back but I remember the worst thing that I ever did my brother had a hookup with this uh karate place that used to be out here on Sta Island right and if y'all remember oh no two jobs I remember holy shit. so <laughs> shit. so the karate place right? There's a weed whacker going right across the street from me right now. Fucking, of course, while we're doing this. But, um, so my brother worked for these guys for like one summer and he brought me, he was able to get me in. And you remember how like companies in like the nineties would have like mascots and costumes, like trying to get people to sell. I think we was running around in Power Ranger costumes and I forgot what other and Ninja Turtles outside of the thing. I might have worked there for a week, maybe a week and a half to get one check. Again, 90-something degrees out in this big-ass sweaty suit that other motherfuckers was in. Easily one of the worst shits. But the last one, and I'm remembering it now, the last one. I worked for this place for a week. And y'all New York heads, y'all should remember these people. Yo, I got that Cool Water, I got Jupe, I got dracar, I got I got uh, Polo Sport. The people mm. who sold the alternate colognes and perfumes on the street, hustling straight out of a bag. I did that shit for a week. We was, I think we was all over Staten Island working like around a Pathmark shopping center. The furthest place we went to, we went to freaking... Newark Penn Station and was trying to hustle perfumes and colognes and fucking button-downs and slacks, trying to look all professional. It was one of the dumbest things I've ever done. But <laughs> because they said, Oh, if you do this, you could be you, you know, you can be your own manager, and you were hired, quote unquote, under the manager label. It was one of those pyramid joints. It was one of those pyramid scheme joints where We was under two people who was under a company who was under a company. And if we wanted to get up in the company, then we could have opened our own branch, hired our own people, and pay all these people up the fucking ladder. That was the worst job that I've ever done.
5: Really quick, I want to (laughs) jump in because the moment you said pyramid scheme, something else hit me. Y'all ever heard of a Kirby? The
2: vacuum. Yes.
5: I used to sell Kirby's. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go to people's houses. Oh, no. Disassemble the back shit, back put it up. together. Yep, <laughs> disassemble, put the shits together. Bring it to their bedroom, show them how old. Oh, look at all the dust mites you can pick up. I did that shit for two weeks. Oh, I sold man. one Kirby, and it was to my brother. And still, play, brother. this motherfucker will not let me live that down. He was like, I still got that fucking vacuum you sold. <laughs> the worst $2,000 I ever spent. But uh, he told me the vacuum worked really good, so
0: yeah, wow. I did that
5: too.
1: <laughs> All right, though it's on you. I think we shared enough trauma. Yo, I I, I, so I,
3: cool. I caught the tail. I had to get some more ice, by the way. So, but I caught the tail end of of your story. I I remember, man. My mom shout out to my mother. You know, I know she's not gonna listen. I hope she's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to my mother, man. Yo, she made me. Check out the Chief every Tuesday. and should the Chief every Tuesday the Chief. and um the, the, the fucking Daily News every morning. Yep. And back in the days we when, when, when we used to um
1: when classifieds were classified. Classified, mm-hmm. yes. Yep, yep. Yo I went
3: ahead and fucking um applied for a job through the classified daily news, um selling fake it wasn't fake perf well, okay. They said it wasn't fake perfume. It wasn't fake cologne or whatever. But it was like, oh, you can't patent colognes. So it, it smelled just like Fahrenheit or it smelled just like juke. And that was the shit I was selling. And yeah, that was probably the worst job I've ever had, man. I, I lasted about a good two days of that shit. I'm like, yo, first of all, first of all, niggas niggas my age is not buying the real shit. The real fucking what you call? It, they they definitely not not gonna buy no cologne off the street, you know. And, and so I did that. Um, of course, CVC, we <laughs> like like we you know we touched on the 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 uh paint pools in ninety degree weather. That shit was up there. Um, yeah, that was it, man. The army, 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 my Army days, man, that was probably my best jobs that I had. Mm. You know, because I, I, met, I met some good fucking friends, man. Shout out to all army people that I, I'm still cool with to this day. But, uh, yeah, those are my probably my worst jobs, man.
2: Jamal? Alright. I, so I, you you I got a few. To Salome, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> I got a few, man. So, the first one was there's this warehouse up in the bronx above 205th right and in this warehouse they these tractor trailers just become just be dumping mounds of potatoes and omaka <laughs> <laughs> was with me bro we
4: had
2: <laughs> we had to bag five pound bags of potatoes and no matter how fast you worked or how much you did them trucks kept coming it's it, like you did not put a dent in them joints but I don't know if you ever handled potatoes, you see how dirty and dusty them joints is, right? Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, you in this warehouse and we had these uniforms on and I lived at that point, I lived in a two fair zone in Brooklyn. I was, I was out in East Flatbush, so I had to take a dollar cab, two to four on Eastern Parkway and catch that joint to the D or whatever. it went all the way up to two or fifth and then catch a bus to get to that joint. So I was coming home. Dusty is a motherfucker, man. If I went like this, a dust cloud <laughs> <laughs> would, would come up me, man. And I remember they would they was they I guess they had quoted that they was they was prison. you guys you gotta move you gotta work faster. I'm like yo, this there's, there's potato dust in my nose hairs, but fam. My, no, eye, my eyebrows flavory. Bro <laughs> Any type of ish the city needed that they can get free labor for, that's what we did. That's what we did, man. Yeah. Yo, you know,
3: Jamal. I mean, yo, you're you you're bringing up memories. I remember. I remember. Um, working oh, at man. working at at uh Oh man, I forgot the name of the fucking place, man. It was a nursing home.
2: Yes, that was in Cobble Hill. Cobble Hill. Cobble Hill nursing home. Cobble Hill. That yo, was my I've second never, story. I've
3: never. I've never worked with anyone with. With any Alzheimer's. type of dementia and yeah, yeah, anything yeah. like
2: that, and they just threw it. Was like, all right, all right, black boy. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> yo, fam. They threw yo, us in there. Yeah. We was like seventeen, and yo, they threw us I in there. No training, breakdown. no nothing.
3: I had a nervous breakdown because yeah. I was like, yo, I can't, I can't, I can't do this. Yeah. Like, I can't, I, 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 cannot imagine. I, I never knew, I never knew about dementia or anything like no. that. And you have me working with. You know people who, okay, yes, my name is John Jones, and five minutes from now he forgot his fucking name, and I'm like, what are, "What are you?" You know, I'm like, "Yo, how is it?" So, so I had to know right yeah, like, now I can't, I can't work with, you. you know, I don't know what I'm doing. I want to go home. Like I started crying, all type of shit because I didn't, I never had any type nah, of experience man. with dementia fucking Alzheimer's, none of that. So they had to scramble and take me out of there. Yo, it was
2: crazy. They left us there for four months, bro. No intro, just to help these people and yes. the orderlies and the activity directors in this Alzheimer's unit. Yes. It, was, it was varying degrees of dementia. There was some that just was new to it, and then there was some that was just was just gone. Deep
3: and, into and it.
2: it, it it's, some of it's sad because a lot of times these folk, people would just dump their loved ones there and they wouldn't come see them. And we got assigned like three or four patients, right? And I had this one, I don't forget, this dude, he was an English paratrooper. And he got, I don't know why the hell he was there. He got dumped there. He was a World War II paratrooper. And he got trapped in North Africa in a Nazi camp. And he escaped and he learned Swahili. Every day, this motherfucker would look at me and ask me if I knew Swahili. We came, <laughs> 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 he would just say to me, he said, You don't speak Swahili? I'm like, No, no, man. Oh, man. I don't. Wow. But, yeah, oh,
1: did. Any that them, would... did any of them like flashback and like call y'all boy or nigga or something like that? There was
2: one dude, uh, I, 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 I'm not going to say while it's recording. <laughs> gotcha.
1: <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Um,
2: but did there's some of people, yeah, they revert to, you know, some of their worst or who, who they were. But like, um, that was traumatic at 17. And then. Uh, I had a job. It was after CVC, <clears throat> on Utica, and I forgot the cross street. Amako used to live down the street from that. It was a Consumers, and then it became like an Associates or something. That supermarket we used over uh, over in Crown Heights. I
3: live. I live. I live in St. John's, in Buffalo, Rochester.
2: Yeah, it was on St. John's, in Utica. It was called Consumers, man. Okay, and I I worked in that and in in, in in that hood supermarket for. A, a, a good whole summer unloading trucks and, and shit when when uh, uh, the deliveries came in, man. And that shit, you we talk about slave labor for what was minimum wage back then? Probably, probably about four dollars. Yeah, <laughs> it was four dollars.
4: Yeah.
2: Who, bro? Unloading that that sixteen wheeler and, and all them pallets on a on a summer day,
4: and <laughs>
2: man, pallets are just rice. Uh, Vitaro's rice and all and all all that stuff, man. Right,
5: I, I got what? I got one more quick story. Um, I used to do uh, medical transporting for uh, a company out here in Rhode Island, and uh, I used to pick up like you know people going to methadone clinics and stuff like former drug addicts, yeah. you know, pills and like surgeries and stuff like that. And I used to do what they used to call the early bird run, which was like a five o'clock in the morning dosage for people. So I'd have to drive drive right. like, like thirty minutes up. Um, to the other end of Rhode Island, pick some people up and come down here, pick a couple people up and then bring them to the clinic and then go and drop everybody back home like a bus service. Um, this is a, this story right here. I will never forget it. There was this one lady I used to pick up and mind you, she doesn't live too far from me in this area in Woonsocket where I live. Um, she was a drug addict and she was a prostitute. So 5.15 in the morning. I already got a car full of people. We're waiting on her. She's the last pickup before we go to the clinic. We're at her house. I'm beeping the horn, beeping the horn. Mind you, it's 5.30 in the morning. Beeping the horn, beeping the horn. She still ain't coming out. We start calling her. All of a sudden, we see this big black dude come walking out the house. And we're like, who the fuck is this guy? Then not even two minutes later, she comes running out the house. She gets in the car. She's like... What the fuck? Why the fuck y'all get here so early? We're like, yo, we've been here for like 20 minutes waiting for you. She's like, Man, y'all just made me miss out on fifty dollars. I couldn't get this guy to finish. And I'm like, Well, get better at your job. <laughs> I told her, I said, get better at your job, oh, learn what shit. you're doing, and next time you'll make your money. Now let's go. Oh shit. <laughs> I, I don't want to go into full detail. God forbid somebody else listens to the show, these youngins, whatever. But yeah, you can only imagine what she was trying to do. And she didn't finish the job. That means you know
2: what, at least uh, she was she was proud of her vocation.
1: Oh yeah, no, no. no. She, she's very proud of it. Or, or she boom, boom, sucked at it.
0: <laughs>
3: didn't. Uh, yeah, she did. No pun intended.
1: He said C Town. He said C Town on St. John's and Utica. It, it turns, yeah, right yep.
2: It's a. C, it turned it was yeah. a C Town, but it's been like five different stores. But he you knows
1: Yep. Yeah, that's that's Brooklyn. But yeah. That shit was uh, wild. Yeah, curve like what you said, you said uh Utica and make Utica Eastern Parkway. That's kind of I was describing to these dudes earlier. This kind of the area I work close to nowadays, yo. So you could you could run into me any night on uh, on Empire or or Eastern Parkway, giving somebody a dirty sidewalk
2: ticket. <laughs> oh man, bro's yeah. a champ. He worked at that McDonald's over
3: there. Yeah, McDonald's. I was about to say
2: McDonald's Ooh. is still there, man. That McDonald's? Man, yeah, bro. He's a champ.
1: <laughs> but that's I mean, old, school, still there. old school classic New York and Rhode Island Shit man It was funny just hearing some of these old jobs Like really I, I literally Like for, for y'all that have For Brian I've said what he said It made me recall My two worst And I It it showed you how When my eyes lit up on screen It was like how much I've stricken them From my record book That I used <laughs> to be out there walking Hey, you ever you know yo, you like cologne, right? You, you like men and women's cologne, right? You start always started kind of started off with that, and then yeah, I did that shit for. It was uh oh, you say you sell a fake cologne too? Oh, that's the story you missed then. Yeah, that's the story. Oh, oh
3: shit, yeah, I had to get the ice, man. My bad. I
1: <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the story you missed where I was. Yo, you you uh you you like cool water? You like juke? We used to always hit the Mexicans with the juke. Because you, y'all know, New York, y'all know. <laughs> the Mexicans and the Puerto Ricans used to get the, the juke first. And some of them would buy. We would get some people. It was what? Like, what was it? Oh, it was maybe like, like $30, $40 a bottle or something like that?
3: Bro, I sold absolutely no cologne,
1: bro. I might have sold absolutely it. no cologne. Yeah, it was... Just, any commission-based job was just, like, the worst, and... You know, I could go on and on and on about all the places I applied to and didn't get jobs at. Like, once, like when Best Buy came out out here, like I remember they didn't, you know, I, it was brand new. I couldn't get the job there. So I boycotted it, never shopped from there until Circuit City closed, every other place closed. And it was like, this is the only store left to go to for electronics, all this shit. So I was like, fuck it. Got to go to Best Circuit City. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did Circuit City, another job I couldn't get a job at. Yep. My boy worked there in like the car installation part, but I couldn't get hired. No, he worked in one of the electronic spots, but I couldn't get hired in there either, and I'm glad I did it because it was all commission-based. All that shit. Mm. You know, but so many. You ever so heard many. that story
2: Ron Artesto, yeah. where he tried to get a job at Circuit City?
1: Nah, I don't no. remember that. <laughs>
2: Hold on, let me find it. <laughs> he was doing his, his, his Pacer days, and he travels over. Oh, yeah, he, I think I did hear something he like tried that. He to get a job at Circuit City while you still
3: so playing. Wait, so is this, after, is this after he got to the NBA he tried to get a job at Circuit City? Was this the suspension year?
2: He was still playing, man. <laughs> get the
5: fuck out of here. This wasn't the year that he got suspended, right? No, man. The radio doing staff
1: his was too
5: yep i i tried to get hired at radio shack but they were going out of business so i was like ah, fuck it ain't no point
1: yeah hey. yeah radio shack nick cannon didn't save it <laughs> oh man we're gonna have to do some more old school reminiscence because i'm right now i'm thinking like the whiz crazy eddie shit like that which oh yeah
3: crazy eddie crazy prices like a- on atari <Yeah>.
1: But, yeah, this was fun, though. This was fun, especially just talking about these old-ass jobs and just remembering, uh, you know, just, you know, I think we all dropped the bead of sweat thinking about how hot them summers were. Boy, <laughs> yo, that's a big character, though, bro. That's yeah. a big character, man. Made you a better yeah. person. Yeah, I guess. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I mean. I look at, see, I look at jobs like that and be like, I wonder where, I don't even remember half the people's names of some of them places, but it's like, I I wonder where some of these people are. Cause I'm like, I know personally me, I was like, I know I'm doing better than most of these people and I got something I can retire from. I hate sounding like I'm bragging, but fuck it. I'm bragging. Like when I worked, I did security, I did security for this security company and the owner like he was a nice guy in the beginning became a piece of shit after a while and I, I i couldn't i couldn't work where i wanted to work but where i did work where it was decent like i used to work on 8th that on 8th street in manhattan if y'all remember this club closed store called bang bang
3: mm-hmm.
1: yeah i used to do security in a store like that freaking uh i, I did security for the same company in lane bryant then the last time I quit working for him But then he needed me in a pinch I think it was the year 2000 I think it was uh, uh, the, the turn of the millennia And there was a club out here in Staten Island He had he was short people so he called me to work I was like alright cool <clears throat> Told me how much he's going to pay me I was like alright I, I could do it Then I get there I, Hey listen I can't pay you as much as I, I promise I'm sorry I was there before the ball dropped it might have been eleven fifty something Eleven fifty, right i took my mother's volvo at the time to to get there and i was just like yo this motherfucker really got me down here and told me he couldn't pay me the full money i just made up an excuse i was like yo i gotta go yeah but i need somebody to place you yeah i don't care i'm sorry i gotta go i gotta go Got an emergency at home. There was no fucking emergency. I made it home literally a minute before the ball dropped. It was like, happy new year. I'm going to bed and I'm out. (laughs) Oh, these two. Talk about classified ads. This was one of those that in the daily news, Brian, this is one of them jobs that you could always see in the classified ads. He said, messenger jobs in the city was the shit. That's how I got into into law mailroom flow. Yeah. A lot of people and like they used to always have messenger jobs, and it would be like either, from the messenger jobs. If you had a bicycle, you mm-hmm. did that, or you yep. was on that you was on that train with the mailbag going from place to place to place, just drop delivering shit. I knew some people who did that.
5: It's funny you say that because out here we have a lot of we used to have jobs like that too, like in the early 90s, mid-90s. Like my brother was a messenger for yeah. a little bit before he got into um, like the whole chef thing or whatever. One of his like little side hustles was use a carrier. So he would use his car. He uses motorcycle. He'd go and deliver packages and deliver shit to people. So like I always say, New York and Rhode Island ain't too far apart. So it, like we we understand a lot of some of the same stuff. Like you were True. talking about selling the colognes. Like anybody from Rhode Island will tell you in Providence, there used to be the spot known as uh, Tony's Meat Market on Broad Street, which is like one of our biggest areas or whatever. And Tony's Meat Market was known for three things. You would get your sandwiches there, you go outside to the parking lot, you'd either buy bootleg CDs and tapes, and you buy cologne. And that was, like, the ultimate spot in Providence. Everybody who would come through Prov would stop at Tony's, get, like, a, a big-ass sub this big for, like, $7. And it was, like, the greatest hey. thing. You get your mixtape, you whoever was dropping, whether it was juice, whether it was Clue, like, you had somebody. And, and you just pull off, get you some nice cologne. It would be a one-stop shop out here.
1: Sounds mm. like downtown Brooklyn. Uh-huh.
5: <laughs> Jill, we, had, we had a store called 42nd Street. Spiders.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, anyway, I, I'm, I'm still trying to find what week I'm coming up there, but like I got promise I, I'm making it a point to finally get up to Rhode Island. Uh, might, might be my wife's birthday week. We'll see. I don't know. Maybe weekend. I don't know yet. But anyway... Done. What's
3: our crazy. seafood looking like? I mean, that, that's the only reason why I would go to the Rhode Island.
5: It, it, I, we, I'm not a seafood person. I can't eat it because I'm allergic to it. But okay. when it comes to seafood, I have been. And mind, you, my family, because I'm Cape Verdean, they'll all rip on me because I don't eat seafood. New England has the best seafoods. Like when it comes to any state, with all due respect to the South, when you, if you're talking shrimp, you're talking lobster, you're talking crab, you're talking whatever new england, ha- new england yeah, has the, it. whether you're going cold to water fish yeah, yeah. whether you're going yeah. to legal seafood whether you're going to davenport's like seafood up here is like huge huge i'm just sad I'm that i can't eat it
1: i believe it i don't know if it's maryland level crab but we'll find out eventually
5: hey try it out man <laughs> we'll, we'll yeah that's right man We'll I can't vouch for it, but I'll tell I'll tell you everybody up here they love their seafoods. Kohaws, clam boils, they do it all.
1: I believe it. I mean, that's it sounds like one of those stereotypes that's been synonymous with the area because like what Jamal said, just mm-hmm. the type the type that you can fish right around the, the area. Yeah. But we ain't a fishing podcast, we are a finished podcast, Brian. You know what to do.
5: I appreciate the love. Thank you for the quick invite. Uh, Celtics and seven tomorrow, and then Celtics and six for the finals. Um, shout out to you guys for having me on. Oh, Jamal, appreciate it. Uh, UWO podcast, we on every Monday night. Unfortunately, we're not going to be on this Monday night, even though I should be going to NXT today. But you know, I'm going to be home watching the pay per views. But we will be back next Monday night live on YouTube, 8 30 or whenever the hell the guys are out of work. Uh, yeah, that's where we can catch us.
1: Oh.
3: Okay. Um. Shout, shout out to my 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 listeners today. Um. Shout out to the uh, my co-hosts. Uh. Brian. You know. Shout out to you. You know. Um. Glad you was able to come show short notice. Uh. I call bullshit on your on your picks. <laughs> <laughs> I call bullshit on your picks because uh, I'm picking Miami. It, 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 it made my stomach bubble. To pick it, <laughs> but, uh, they beat my next and because they be my Knicks, they have to go to the finals because, you know, uh, like, like I told my boys before, man, um, if Miami can make it to the finals they, and my, my Knicks lost to them, at least we're the second best team in, in, in the NBA. So <laughs> shout out to them, um, my, like I said, my listeners, uh, that's pretty much it, man. Enjoy day Memorial Day, too. Don't bring the meat, man. Don't bring the
1: meat. It's only his listeners, Jamal.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out to shout out to the panel today. Brian, thank you for coming on, brother. Pleasure having you. Thank you. Um, Mayor, Big O, shout out to all the listeners and everybody in the comments. Y'all folks, enjoy your Memorial Day. And TJ. And TJ, wherever he is. And TJ. Yep, and TJ. You know, as always, I'm going to you know, shout out to Disabled Planets. Peace to Ishtar. Peace to Ill Magic.
1: Word, word. Every show is Ill Magic. And with that being said, y'all know the sci fi podcast.com, hooksrub.com. Get your 20% off using the code starting five. You should have had some by now. It's Memorial Weekend. If you're out there burning your meats, pause, you know, no VDs, Um, you should be using Hook's Rubs. Get yourself some for the next barbecue. If you didn't invite any of us to the barbecue, you better order two times the amount just to represent us that we were there in spirit and in seasoning. But uh, yeah, definitely use that code starting five all caps starting five or hookswell.com and that's it nothing else no more long talking nothing else for me to say see y'all next week peace
4: later